Welcome to our first episode of Black Family Table Talk. Listen in weekly as we discover ways to build a strong black family. We're your hosts, Tony and Tony. Today, we're going to talk about how do we make love last. Let's talk about how we got, how we met. I'll give my side of the story. We met over 31 years ago, November 5th, 1988 to be exact. I was hanging out with a high school buddy at a club called Cosmos in Irvington, New Jersey, right on the border of Newark. We were just hanging out for drinks. Um, he came in town to visit. And as we had a couple of drinks, we went out to leave. We found out his car was broken in two. And we had to wait for the police to do a report, a police report. At around that time, the close was cl- closing and all the people were coming outside. I saw another buddy of mine I went to high school with named Ben. May he rest in peace. And you were with Ben that evening. Yes. And um, that was the first time I set eyes on you. Ah. And we were still doing a police report, and everybody was gone. The next thing I know, I saw this woman walking up the street, and I realized it was you. <laughs> Eric was busy. May he rest in peace giving a report to the police. I was kind of standing there not doing anything. I remember you coming up asking the officer, can someone help you change the tire? That your girlfriend had a flat tire. An officer gave you kind of flippant answer like, we don't change tires or something like that. And I was like, why? Hey, I changed, I helped change the tire. And I walked maybe two blocks down and Eric said, well, I'll come pick you up when I'm finished doing my report. So I went down two blocks down and we helped I helped you change your tire your friend Robin changed her tire and we got in the car to ride back up where Eric was and he had already left I don't know if he came looking for me or not but he was no longer there so you drove me home your, your friend drove me home which is a few blocks up the up the street and as I was getting out of the car I handed you my phone number and at the exact same time you were handing me your phone number. <laughs> so we kind of had the same interests or same thought in mind. Yeah. And that was the beginning of our 30 years of marriage and friendship and love. <laughs> yeah, I remember Ben. Ben, I was hanging out with Ben. Ben went to high school with you. Yes. And he went to college. He went to Howard University with me. We were hanging out. We were home. Um, and I was home from the DMV area. I lived in Virginia at the time. We had already graduated from, from, I just graduated from Howard. This was in 1988. And I remember I was home for, um, for, uh, uh, an election and, and the election was, uh, Donald Payne was running for Congress. And at the time I was actually dating someone who worked for Kwaisi and Fume in Baltimore. And he was a, uh, one of um, the staffers for Kwaisi and Fume. So I had come up at the referral from him to help Donald Payne uh, with his get out to vote campaign. So I was running that and I was home for the weekend. So it was pretty, it was pretty interesting because we were hanging out, you know, young, uh, yeah, I was 25 at the time, you were 25. And I was 
young and single, I guess, ready to mingle because I was dating someone, but yet still open to <laughs> to to giving you my phone number. That was mm. that was interesting. I, we know, and when we reminisce about when we met and how we met, that always brings up a nostalgia and feeling inside. And um, when you're talking about making love last, I think it's important to to continue to think about how we felt when we met each other. That we we just finished reading um, the book. What's the name of the book? Uh, it's called by Gary Thomas, called A Lifelong Love. And um, um, so let me ask you this easy, question: Sure. How does faith sustain? nurture and focus our marriage um well we are christians um uh we do believe in god and i think that that's one thing that we we said in the very beginning that we would we would always put god first and i think people say that but i think like over over a period of time sometimes that gets lost in our day-to-day being in pursuit of god um i think really helps you to refresh and stay helps us to refresh and stay stay focused on what's important because you do lose sight of what's important and i think when we get to those tough bumps in the road when you have a relationship with god you you God let you know, you know, you shouldn't have said that. That that Holy Spirit let you know, you shouldn't have said that. Or maybe you should be be quiet and listen. I know I hear it from the Holy Spirit. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. What about you? Um, why do you think that couples start out, you know, so in love? And I mean, I remember we couldn't get enough of each other. Like so in love and then get to the point where they just everything just kind of just goes really bad well it, it, it ties into the response you just gave to the first question but uh, let me back up a second i think most relationships start out with infatuation 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 you know you, you're feeling emotional um you you have those butterflies and that sustains you for a while. Yeah, yeah, you know, I agree. You, you're feeling great about each other's company. You can't get enough of each other. You have a lot in common. And then life happens. Mm -hmm. You know, you have children. Yeah. You have jobs. Yeah. You have responsibilities. So that's why marriages kind of filters to a low point. Yeah. Well, you we know. can certainly attest to that. Because you get, you know, you get accustomed to doing certain things you know yeah. you get up at a certain time you yeah. go to work yeah. you pick up the kids mm -hmm. you take them to the doctor you take them to, to sports ballet whatever you're doing and then you go to bed watch a little tv then you go to bed and then start the next right, day all right, over again right. and in and doing that you miss you can miss god yeah you can miss each other you can miss each other yeah yeah and you can miss the point yeah. that you have to be intentional and work on your marriage 
constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I think, you know, people always say things like, oh, we're going to have date night or we're going to do this. Just trying to keep it fresh. And I think those are great ideas, but um, I think even that can get routine. I think um, it's exciting when you have something to look forward to. So I think that we discovered over the years is um, being able to travel and just having that, you know, that that going is almost as exciting as getting there. Just, oh, absolutely. So all things, I, I don't think I could ever get bored and travel. But I think just having some kind of a mutual activity that we both do and we set like that's big or, you know, that we have to plan for gets us excited and keeps us fresh and alive. And I think that we found that in travel. And hopefully, you know, just being able to have something that we do together outside of our day-to-day routine. Yes. It breaks everything it, up. Yeah, it keeping breaks it fresh. It breaks the monotony up, keeps yeah. it fresh. Yeah. And you put you on neutral ground. Yeah, yeah. In a different setting. Mm-hmm. It's like falling in love again. It gives you that 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 feeling of newness. Yeah, newness with your best friend. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Something yes. exciting to do with your best friend. Can you have a successful marriage without God? Um... That's a good question. I I think we can. I think I think you can't. I don't think you can. Okay? At least in our experience, we have not been able to. I think once God becomes diminished, our marriage diminished. And there was a time in our marriage and we'll talk about it in in the next few episodes when we both went astray. And I think that we lost focus and we lost focus on of on God. We lost focus on what was what was godly and um and that was a painful time so i don't know how people do it without god i really don't i think once we both got back on track uh we were able to um stay even though it was hard it was a tough time and i think once i surrendered to god and let it go and and that actually led to a book that i wrote called let it go can't do life without God, never alone do marriage without God. So, uh, final question in our marriage, what do you think has sustained us? And, um, how do you think our worship has, has helped our relationship? Well, putting God first and having an understanding that Christ is the head of the husband and the husband's the head of the wife, understanding how God, that that chain of command and the covering for each other. And I think knowing that has helped sustain us because we've always put God first. Let me rephrase that. We always put God first and we raised our children in the church. And, but that wasn't enough. That wasn't enough. Until we started having issues and problems and pitfalls in our marriage, that I had to come to the understanding that marriage takes more than just putting God at the center of your life. There are certain rules that God set up for life, for, for marriages. And one of them is the man pouring into his wife. What he puts in his wife is what comes back. It's a reflection of what the man puts into his wife. Yeah, I agree. And 
until I understood that. And it took us going through some, some, some troubling times and counseling for me to realize mm-hmm. that that's what it takes is the husband pouring in to his wife. Well, I think that's a good takeaway. And I'm, so I'm going to share my principle. You can share your principle. My principle or takeaway from this discussion is if a person's faith and pursuit of God is enough to sustain a marriage, imagine the strength of two people. And that comes from um, 1 Corinthians seven fourteen, where God says um, if one person is, is, is a believer and the other person is not a believer, then the believer, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, then the believer covers the person who's not a believer. So what that tells me is that, and was was, was brought out in the book, what that tells me is that faith in God is so powerful that that if it's if it's powerful enough to cover one person and sustain a marriage with one person as a believer, then imagine two people making God the center. Imagine how powerful and strong a marriage can be if those two people are in the center, have God as the center. So I think we found that out the hard way. And we'll share again over the next few episodes um, our journey in discovering how important that was and how to do it, how to do it. You mentioned a little bit. Uh, Well, my principle is centered around um, Genesis when God talks about when man and woman come together as one. That's so important. Living separate lives can be a challenge, but coming together as one, we bring in the strengths of each other and weaknesses of each other. Where I'm strong, you may be weak and where you're strong I may be weak and we bring that together that can help us get get through some obstacles in life wow because yeah. trials will come yes and if you come as one to deal with those trials then you're able to be successful in marriage wow wow oh, that's powerful powerful thank you um, wow, it's giving me a lot to think about. Black Family Table Talk. <laughs> yes, That's what's up. absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Black Family Table Talk. We pray you have heard some principles to put into your strong Black Family toolbox. Be sure to tune in next week. And remember, sharing is caring. As a part of our mission to do our part to strengthen Black families, we endorse small Black-owned businesses. This is our way of strengthening Black families economically. This week's Small Black Business Spotlight is on ShadeButterLasVegas.com. When I tell you that this is the best shea butter I've ever tried, it is high quality, 100% pure organic with no additives, and they offer a variety of fragrances. Proprietor is Gerard Barnes, and it's ShadeButterLasVegas.com. You can't go wrong with this Shea Butter. I love it. Under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowance is made for the fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. The views and opinions expressed on the Black Family Table Talk do not necessarily reflect the various platform posts. 
All topics are for entertainment purposes only. Viewer discretion is strongly advised and all com commenting is alleged. This is a Micah 68 Media LLC production.